was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Nothing was made without him. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. The whole world is made through him, except the world doesn't recognize him. But there are others who do believe in him. They run to him from the fields and journey from far away, carrying only hope and curiosity. They didn't know where the road would lead or what others would think of them. But they believe 
in his name. And to these, he gives the right to become children of God. The word became human and he made his home among us so we could see his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. God made known to us, not on a throne of power, but in a cradle of peace. Emmanuel, God with us.
seated. If you haven't already, we have... How's that? There we go. If you haven't already, I invite you to light your, the candle you received as you came in. I can't even see you, so I appreciate your candles. Welcome to Northview, and thank you for joining us this Christmas Eve, where we are invited to come and see what God has done, that the Son of God became the Son of Man, so that the sons and daughters of men could become sons and daughters of God. This, my friends, is what it's all about. And tonight we will journey through the story of that first Christmas together. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you that we can celebrate together as friends this beautiful gift of the baby Jesus who would come for us. Lord, we pray that our worship today will delight you. Captivate us once again by the story of our salvation. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem at the town of David. Because he belonged to the house and line of David, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Joseph and Mary were there, the time came for the child to be born. She gave birth to her first baby, who was a boy. She wrapped him in large strips of cloth, and she placed him in the manger. That's because there was no guest room available where they could stay. You can remain seated as we sing this next one. Away in a manger, no crib. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of God shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior will be born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Would you stand with us for the next song?
Luke 2, 13 to 18. Suddenly, a large group of angels from heaven appeared. They were praising God. They said, May glory be given to God in the highest heaven, and may peace be given on earth on whom his favor rests. The angel left and went to heaven, and the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby. The baby was lying in the manger. After the shepherds had seen him, they told everyone. They reported what the angel had said about this child. All who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. All right, now listen up, boys. Y'all want to be good sheep herders and all, don't you? Two things you need to know. Number one, stay awake. And number two, you ask questions. You know, Benji, Benji, don't have to ask questions now, all right? No, well, I mean, you can ask a question. I mean, you know, if something don't look right or, you know, if you've got a strange feeling in your gut, then, yeah, ask a question. For example, uh, that, that night when all those angels visited, yeah, while everyone else was asleep, not me, I was awake, just like my daddy taught me. Darn right I'm bragging. That's what separates men from the boys, son. So like I said, I was sitting there by the campfire, wide awake, and I just got this flutter in my gut. Like you know something's gonna happen, like something big's gonna happen, but you just don't know what it is, you know? I think that's it. You just don't know what you don't know. But I walk over that rise, and then bingo. I am looking at the biggest, scariest angel I ever did see. Not that I ever saw one, you know. And you know what the first thing out of that angel's mouth was? Don't be afraid. Too late. <laughs> and then that angel just got this nice look on his face. He said, uh, I've got a message to tell you. And then the big old angel said, a baby got born tonight, and he's gonna save the world. And then a mess of them angels came around, and they were saying, glory to God. Glory to God in the highest. That's what they just kept saying. And then they was gone. Well, I don't need to tell you that we don't get invitations like that, you know, being crusty old sheep herders and all. But we went to Bethlehem, and I met that mama and that baby boy. I think they were a little shocked to see us, but we told them about the angels and all. I think that tickled her pink. And then we all just kind of stood there just making sure everything was okay. Kind of like when a new lamb is born. And about the time you figured out everything's gonna be fine, you just settle in. And you just kind of take in the whole thing. That's what we were doing. But this was different. Because underneath that big bright star, We was watching the world saving baby. 
And we got to brag on him a bit. And Benji, this old soul, it's been awake ever since. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned to glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which just which were just as they had been told. Well, Merry Christmas Eve, friends. It's so good to be here with you guys tonight. I'm going to invite some of our most special friends. Um, if you are under the age of 10 and under and you'd like to come and read a story with me, I've got a really cool Christmas story for you guys. And I also might bribe you with a cookie if you come up with me. So if you want to come meet me right over here on the steps, we're going to have a little bit of story time together. Um, so friends, if you're 10 and under, you're welcome to join me right over here. And if you don't come, I'm just sitting here on the steps by myself reading a book. So... Come on over. Hello, welcome. Come on over. You can grab a seat right on the steps. Thank you. All right, how many of you guys are excited for Christmas? I should ask. I know that seems like a silly question, but do you, are you guys excited for Christmas? Yes. yes. Are you guys going to sleep tonight? Yes. Are you going to sleep tonight? I am going to sleep in. Are you going to sleep in in the morning? Whose son is this? Because you are doing a fantastic job raising him. Wow. <laughs> That's so good. Rosie, are you an early girl in the morning or are you going to sleep in? I'm, gonna, I'm an early girl. But you know what? That's the great thing because you can wake up and make your parents breakfast in bed and just make it a, yeah, see? Yeah, they'll love that, right? Or I'll just pretend to sleep in. They learn early, guys. She'll just pretend to sleep in. All right. What about you, Ethan? Are you going to get up really, really early tomorrow morning, or are you going to sleep in? And what do you think? What's your plan? Uh, I'm a bit tired. You're a little bit tired right now? Yeah. It's pretty late. Am I keeping you up? Probably. Probably. <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you, friends, Ethan is one of my favorite kids to have at Kids Church. He is so much fun. He just says whatever he's thinking, and it's really refreshing. Yeah. Well, my friends, tonight I'm going to read you guys a special story. It's called The Tale of the Three Trees. Now, how many of you guys have more than one Christmas tree at your house? Anybody? I have a small tree. I have a small tree and a big tree. A small tree and a big tree. Do you have, how many Christmas trees do you have in your house? Two. Two? Excellent. And what about you, Ethan? How many trees? One. One. That's the way, yeah, that's good. I like that. Just nice and simple. One tree, that's all you need. Well, this particular story is about three trees. Do you guys want to read it with me tonight? Yes. Okay, excellent. Now, I'm going to sit maybe right here. Would this work? Yeah. Can you guys see the pictures okay? If you can't, you could scooch a little closer. Hello. <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> all right. Well, sorry, parents, you can't see the pictures, but just picture it in your heads. All right, it says, says, once upon a mountaintop, three little trees stood and dreamed of what they wanted to become when they grew up. Can you guys all see the pictures? You see the pictures? Yeah. I see the pictures. You got it? 
All right. The first tree looked up at the stars, twinkling like diamonds above him. I want to hold treasure, he said. I want to be covered with gold and filled with precious stones, and I will be the most beautiful treasure chest in the whole wide world. That's what we got with the car ramp things. That's what you got with car ramp things? Nice. And they're so big, and, and they're for the big cars. It's for the big cars. Oh, the Hot Wheels. Go big or go home, right? Yeah, so good. Yeah. This is the great thing about kids. Everything has a paralleling story that goes along with their lives. I love it. The second little tree looked out at the small stream trickling by on its way to the ocean. I want to be a strong sailing ship, he said. I want to travel mighty waters and carry powerful things, just like you are, carry powerful kings. I will be the strongest ship in the whole wide world. The third little tree looked down into the valley below where busy men and busy women looked busy in the town. I don't want to leave this mountaintop at all, she said. I want to grow so tall that when people stop to look at me, they'll raise their eyes to heaven and think of God. I will be the tallest tree in the world. Well, years passed. The rains came and the sun shone, and the little trees grew tall. One day, three woodcutters came and climbed up the mountain. Yep, that's our woodpeckers. That's those woodpeckers, yep. <laughs> the first woodcutter looked at the first tree and said, This tree is beautiful. It's perfect for me. With a swoop of his shining axe, the first tree fell. Now I will be made into a beautiful treasure chest, thought the first tree. I shall hold wonderful treasure. While the second woodcutter looked at the second tree and said, Oh, this tree is strong. It's perfect for me. With a swoop of his shining axe, the second tree fell. Now I shall sail mighty waters, the second tree, second tree thought. I shall be a strong ship fit for kings. The third tree felt her heart sink when the last woodcutter looked her way. She stood straight up and tall and pointed bravely to heaven, but the woodcutter never even looked up. Any kind of tree will do for me, he muttered, and with a swoop of his shining axe, the third tree fell. Well, the first tree rejoiced when the woodcutter brought him to the carpenter's shop. But the busy carpenter was not thinking about treasure chests. Instead, his work-worn hands fashioned the tree into a feed box for animals. The once beautiful tree was not carved with gold or silver, covered with gold or filled with treasure. He was coated with sawdust and filled with hay for hungry farm animals. Do you guys think the tree was disappointed? Well, the second tree smiled when the woodcutter took him to a shipyard, but no mighty sailing ships were being made that day. Instead, the once strong tree was being hammered and sawed into a simple fishing boat. Too small and too weak to sail an ocean or even a river, he was taken to a little lake. Every day, he brought loads of dead, smelly fish. 
Do you think he's going to sink? You don't know? Well, we're going to find out. The third tree was confused when, she, when the woodcutter cut her into strong beams and left her in a lumber yard. Wait, what happened? The once tall, tall tree wondered. All I ever wanted was to, to do was to stay on the mountaintop and point people to God. She was disappointed. <clears throat> many, many days and nights passed, and the three trees nearly forgot their dreams. But one night, golden starlight poured over the first tree as a young woman placed her newborn baby in the feed box. I wish I could make a cradle for him, her husband whispered. The mother squeezed his hand and smiled at the starlight shining on the smooth and sturdy wood. This manger is beautiful, she said. And suddenly, the first tree knew that he was holding the greatest treasure in the world. Do you guys have any idea who the baby might be? Jesus. Baby Jesus, I think you're right. One evening, a tired traveler and his friends crowded into the old fishing boat. The traveler fell asleep as the second tree quietly sailed out into the lake, and soon a thundering and crashing storm arose. The little tree shuddered. He knew he did not have enough strength to carry so many people safely through the wind and the rain. The tired men awakened. He stood up, stretched out his hand, and said, Peace. And the storm stopped as quickly as it had begun. And suddenly the second tree knew that he was carrying the king of heaven and earth. One Friday morning, the third one started startled with her beams, were yanked from the forgotten woodpile. She flinched as she was carried through an angry, jeering crowd. She shuddered when the soldiers nailed a, man to her, a man's hands to her. She felt ugly and harsh and cruel. But on Sunday morning, when the sun rose and the earth trembled and the joy beneath her, the third Trina, the God's love, had changed everything. It had made the first tree beautiful. It had made the second tree strong. And it had made every time people thought of the third tree, they would think of God. And that was even better than being the tallest tree in the world. You know, guys, that is one of my favorite stories. I remember hearing it as a kid, and it always makes me think of Christmas. It always makes me think of sometimes we have big plans of what we want to do when we grow up, right? What we want to become. But God came to earth, and he gave us a special purpose and a special mission to show other people about him, right? And that's why he came to earth to show us how much he loves us when he came in the manger. And so I want you guys to know that God thinks you're wonderful and amazing, and God's got great big plans for you guys. For real, okay? All right, tonight, the moment you've all been waiting for, cookies, yes. I have a special cookie, but on your cookie bag, you guys also have a special ornament, and it's a little tiny tree there for you. And you guys can take those home and put them on your tree or your other tree or other tree, whatever you want. And you can think about how God loves you so much that he sent Jesus to be born and put into a manger and to come and calm the storms on the windy, windy waters 
and to die on the cross and to rise again so that you could be with him forever. Merry Christmas, my friends. Have a wonderful Christmas. If you're a friend that didn't get a cookie and you'd like to, on your way out tonight, there will be some extras at the door, okay? If you're 10 and under. <laughs>
Good reading, Clara. And to all of our readers, great job. Let's stand together. We're going to sing the song, Joy to the World. That's what we've been hearing about tonight. We sing about the joy of, of Jesus coming for us this time of year, uh, many years ago. Let's sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her The shepherd told us tonight, you don't know what you don't know. And maybe you're here tonight or you've joined us online and you didn't know. You didn't know that a baby changes everything. The powerful word of God spoken from the mouth of babes tonight, that's what you heard. Because a baby changes everything. See, just over 2,000 years ago, the Son of God was born for you. For all the glorious bits, all the messy bits, to make a way for you and me to be reconciled to God, to be made right, to be forgiven, to be made whole and complete. And that's what we celebrate tonight. The prophet Isaiah says, 
For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end, and he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Friends, this is an invitation tonight. That if you do not know Jesus, he has come for you to make you whole, to make you as you were created to be in relationship with God. And I want to take this moment and invite you to pray with me, a prayer of faith. Let's pray. Father God, just like those shepherds, we are lowly and unworthy. We know our stories so well. But you came anyway. You entrusted a young girl and a young man to care for our Savior. So, Lord, tonight we confess our faith in you. Lord Jesus, we we know that we need to be forgiven. We know all the ways that we've strayed and done wrong. So we ask for your forgiveness tonight. We ask that you would come to us the same way you came over 2,000 years ago to be God with us. We invite you to be our Lord, our Savior, and our King. We surrender our lives to you. And we pray all of this in the blessed, glorious name of Jesus. And everyone pray. Everyone said, amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time tonight, welcome to the family. You have become a Christian. And I want to encourage you to bless the socks off of somebody and share that glorious news with those that you are here with or you're watching with. And as we conclude our service this evening, and in just a moment, we're going to sing Silent Night. We have been looking at the forecast for tomorrow, and it's not looking good. It is looking like more snow and some blowing. And so with trepidation, you know, this is a hard decision, but we have made the decision to err on the side of caution And we are going to cancel our service tomorrow morning. So that is going to be on our social media and email. So if you could spread the word, we don't want anybody taking an unnecessary risk. So we are blessing you, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. And thank you for spending a little bit of your evening with us here at Northview. Okay, worship team, take it away. Um, 
as we hold our candles, if you have your candles there, would you stand with me? We, re, uh, we can read in, in the Bible, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And he's invited us to come and to follow him and to uh, learn from him, to reflect him in our lives. And then uh, he says to those that follow after him, he says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. It's amazing how a little bit of light as we pass it from one person to another, and we carry that with us, can fill up a dark space. And I just want to remind you today that as, as you leave this place, as you go, uh, enjoy your Christmas, that you take with you the light, the light of Jesus. And, and enjoy uh, time with family, enjoy time uh, celebrating, you know, the fun of Christmas, but also remember that Jesus has come for you, and you, you now carry that light with you. And as we sing this last song and get ready to go on our way, let's just hold up our candles and sing this together.
we sing that first verse one more time? Silent night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm and all is bright round your virgin mother. Thank you for coming. Merry Christmas. God bless you.